If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So we talk a lot about uh, testing and tracing and how we can use that to keep this virus in check. And, and it's part of what we're doing right now. I mean, the, you know, the testing and tracing can mean a lot of different things. And in places like South Korea and Taiwan, they've used a lot of technology. The idea where we can use cell phone data, where if you have a confirmed case, uh, you're able to use cell phone data to contact others who were in close, potential close contact with that confirmed case and have them get tested and, and so on. So. The idea, the more testing you can do, the more you know about the extent of the problem and the more you can try to keep it in check. So Alberta's in a good position in in a lot of ways because we've done a lot of testing, more testing than than any other province, in fact. But there's also the other side of it, right, is to go back and, and do contact tracing. Once we have a confirmed case, are we able to go and find others who might have potentially been exposed to that virus? And that is happening now in Alberta. We're not using that kind of technology like some other countries are, kind of almost like good old-fashioned detective work. And a big part of that effort uh, involves the University of Calgary joining us to talk more about uh, some of what's being done in terms of contact tracing in Alberta. Very pleased to welcome to the program Dr. Lauren uh, Bilinski. Uh, who's uh, with Public Health and Preventative Medicine, uh, the Family Medicine uh, Department of the University of Calgary. Uh, Dr. Belinsky, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for having me. All right, so talk a bit about how uh, the University of Calgary then is is playing a role in Alberta Health Services' efforts to, to do more contact tracing. We're really lucky that we've been able to partner with the university. We have 300 medical students who are helping us with this contact tracing. Um, A large portion of those are from the University of Calgary, current senior medical students, but we also have students from the University of Alberta as well. And so what's involved then in in contact tracing? Yeah, that's a good question. Contact tracing, as you alluded to before, is kind of the detective work of public health medicine. Essentially, when we get a test back in the lab that says it's positive, it's our students and the nurses who do this on a day-to-day basis that call up this patient and they ask a little bit about what they've been doing over the past couple of weeks and we try and dig down and understand where the virus came from and we're also doing a bit of a safety check to see if the virus could have been spread to anybody else. So what kind of questions might that involve then for example? Yeah so when a student calls up someone the first thing we want to know is how somebody's doing of course. We want to know if they're ill or if they're feeling okay or if we need to act on that and, for example, get some people connected with healthcare. But once we're past that, then we start asking a bit about their history and what they've been doing. So we might ask, for example, if they went to a barbecue with friends, if they went out and cooked cookies with grandma and grandpa, did they have a medical appointment with their dentist or their doctor? 
And some of these questions are to figure out, is this maybe where they got the virus from? But we're also asking similar questions to figure out, did they come in contact with people who could potentially now have the virus? And then what do you do with that information? Once, you know, someone says, well, yes, I, I was uh, at a party uh, a couple of weeks ago or I did go here, whatever the answer might be. If you've got some information then that you could perhaps act on, what's, what's the next step? It's a little bit of a domino effect. When we find one person, um, either that's come back positive through the lab or it's through um, our histories, we found somebody who sounds like they might be positive, that we just keep going and asking the same questions. So all the people, for example, at like a barbecue or a party, as you said, we would ask all of them, how are you feeling? Maybe they have the virus. And sometimes uh, we have to order testing as well to confirm and so what's your sense of how, how effective uh, this has been thus far then in, in tracking down potential cases? Well, we know from in other countries, I think you alluded to Japan and South Korea and Singapore as mm-hmm. well. We know that seeing how those countries did contact tracing, that being able to reach out to people, let them know that they're positive, and also having that human connection with the healthcare system, that's really effective in getting people to self-isolate. And when people are self-isolating, then they can't spread the virus to other people out there. So from other countries, we've seen that it's quite effective. And I think from our own interactions with patients here in Alberta, there's overall been a really positive response to our students. And we've heard that people are self-isolating. Yeah, and it's remarkable, too, because I think there's now upwards of about 400 students involved in this. Is that right? I think the last number I had was about 300 students. 300. Uh, And and the fact that this came together so quickly, I mean, you know, as I was reading, (laughs) normally this kind of thing, to to put it all together, might take months, but this this really came together really quickly, didn't it? Yeah. So to give you an idea of scale, our regular communicable disease nursing force is about 50 highly trained nurses. And then when we started to see that the numbers were increasing, it was a particular Saturday when we noticed we had more numbers than our team could usually deal with on a Sunday. And it was 9 or 10 p.m. Uh, with partnering with the university, we sent out an email, and within a couple hours, 100 medical students had volunteered to help. Wow. It was amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Now, what, what's your understanding? I mean, I, I guess we may need at some point something more permanent in place uh, in terms of a testing and, and tracing sort of structure. But is is this going to continue for the foreseeable future? What, what have you been told? For the foreseeable future, yes. We're looking at other uh, healthcare students or other healthcare workers that could perhaps come and help us uh, more long term. But I do have to give credit to the nurses that are here all the time because there is a group of people who do contact tracing every single day for all sorts of different illnesses. It's just that coronavirus has so many people that we needed, or so many people that are ill, we needed a lot more people to help us contact trace. Yeah. Well, it's great to see Alberta leading on this front too. Uh, Lauren, we'll leave it there. I appreciate you making some time for us here today. Thanks so much for this. Thanks so much. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.